Welcome to the Toxic People Detox, a practical guide for finding peace in the midst of toxic people. It's not about changing them. It's about changing how you respond to them and doing so in a productive, healthy way. Our self-care series continues with today's episode, Reinventing Yourself. Now, I'm kind of building off on what I said in the previous episode, which is called Rebuilding Broken Dreams. And one of the things I said was that you need to get your house in order. Could you go forward without doing that? Yeah, but I find it to be more effective if we take care of that, if you can, as much as possible, so you can focus on redirecting your life. Now, for some people, that's not necessary. They say, I'm fine where I am. Hey, that's great. I see reinventing oneself as changing one's role in society. Now, I'm still me at the end of the day, but I'm doing different things. I have a different skill set, or let's say I have a different skill set and I'm contributing in a different way. So that's basically what reinventing means. I'm not a researcher anymore. I'm a professor. I would like to discuss two processes. I'll say it that way, reinventing yourself. One I like to call pivoting. And all it means is that you have a certain skill set and all you're doing is you're in a certain space and you're taking that same skill set and you're applying it to another space. And I've given the example of me being a scientist at one time. I was a government scientist. I did abandon it because of all the toxicity that I dealt with. I had to leave. But it's not like I was a scientist one day and then I became a gourmet chef the next day. Still a scientist. All I did, I took that skill set and I pivoted when I became a professor. And now I'm doing research, not to the same extent because it's a teaching university. So I spend more time teaching than researching. But that skill set is still there. But not only that, I've improved my skill set. So that's what pivoting means. You take a skill set from one area of your life. You may find yourself in a different area, but the same skill set and you can build on it. Another example is Einstein. Before he became the famous physicist, he was a patent officer. And I looked this up and I was wondering, what were some of the patents he evaluated? Machinery, I think there was like this weather machine. But while he was a patent officer, he didn't just dilly-dally all day. He said, it's the worldly close to where I hatched my most beautiful ideas. So in a way, he pivoted because <laughs> the way he got the job in the first place as a patent officer is because he couldn't find the job he really wanted. But eventually he became a professor and then he published over 300 papers. Let's see, I'm working on publishing my first paper. So that's going to be one down, 299 more to go if I ever want to catch up to him. Colonel Sanders, who, you know, the Kentucky Fried Chicken, I think he was like in his 70s or 80s. Uh, he was pretty late in life when he pivoted. And that, I'm sure there are a list of people out there. But my point is this, if you're trying to reinvent yourself, you never know where things are going to go. I, did Einstein know that when he pivoted that he would end up with a Nobel Prize? Probably not. He seems to have been very confident in what he believed and he pushed forward. Now, I talked about pivoting. Another is just starting from scratch. People have a certain skill set and they just abandon it all together and just go to something else. And then you had people like, say, Walt Disney, who was set down the path that eventually became Disney World, it's because he was laid off from a, a previous job. It's very interesting. See, we think of being let go or changing our career path. It's, it's just the end of all things. No, it just might be the end of that particular path. 
I talked about me delivering newspapers and that was the only income I had coming in $200 a week. And one of my cousins said, Hey, Shayla, you ever thought about being a professor? And I said, no, there's, there's no way I would ever want to be a professor. And I thought about actually just starting from scratch and just abandoning everything. But of course, you know, things happen and now I am where I am now. So here's some tips. Again, getting your house in order, getting rid of the clutter, focusing. Speaking of being a professor, I have my students when we're not working on the curriculum and I just have them make out some goals, not, hey, I want to make an A out of this class. <laughs> Nothing like that. But think about your major and what do you want to do with your major? And of course, some people, of course, some will say, I, I never thought about that. I said, you mean to tell me unless you're on scholarship, you're paying all this money that you have to pay back with interest and you don't know what you're going to do? And see, what I try to do is I, I'm trying to get them to start thinking in a uh, logical progression, get out of the mind, get out of the theoretical and the hypothetical and get into something practical. And I say, just because you put something down in paper, I think, uh, I think a lot of people are afraid to do that, to write things on paper because we think that we're beholden to it. Not necessarily. There's always room for change. There's always room for growth. But putting things on paper helps to focus you. And when you go in that direction and if something happens and you find yourself not going in that direction, well, guess what? You can, like I said, pivot or start from scratch. You may find this hard to believe, but what's going on now, and we may be on the verge of another depression. And I'm already, believe it or not, prepared to reinvent myself. I cannot see education or uh, I like to say higher education, but that, that's kind of misnomer. I don't want to give the impression that higher means superior. But at the college and university level, particularly in the United States, I don't know about other countries, I can't see this going the way it always has been. It's a bubble, the student loan bubble. And then what's going to happen? A lot of my colleagues are probably going to be out of work, myself included. I'm preparing for that, financially preparing. There are other things I'm doing to prepare. I, you know, I don't want to throw it out there. But one thing I've done is taken up drawing again. It's been a while. I think since the last time I drew something, it was a, a graphic novel, or, or should I call it a comic? And it was based on one of the chapters out of my, out of one of the biology textbooks. And I just took the chapter and, and had it illustrated. And I said, you know what? I could probably do something with that. Let me see how I can incorporate it to my teaching, which is, I, which is what I did. So I've had to go back to the drawing board because, I, I, you know, it's, it's like writing a bias. You know, I haven't forgotten how to draw. It's just I'm not as refined as, as I should be, given how many years I have been drawing. So today is July the 1st, 2020. And for the next 30 days, I'm just going back to basics, how to construct the head, how to construct the torso, how to put the different parts of the body together. And, you know, the arms, the, the distance from the shoulder to the elbows, the same distance from the elbow to the wrist, that, that type of thing. I'm focusing on drawing comics. Not like Batman, Superman type of comics. I mean, like these educational type comics, like what I used to do. How's that going to serve me in the, in the future? Who knows? But I've had people interested in having me draw something that could be viable. I have no idea where that's going to go. I might not even follow through. But my point in even bringing that up is at least I'm taking a step forward toward a goal. And also, I'm working on writing. So let me ask you this. What is one thing you can focus on? If it's something you're already good at, or if it's something, you know, you're reasonably good at, but you say, I want to be better. 
what is that thing you can do? And, and challenge yourself. I love challenges. You know, in the month of July, you know, July has 31 days. So in these 31 days, I wanted to do 25 figure drawings per day. I know one person who did 100. But see, for me, I just can't go at that pace. I need to take it a little slow. And then school starts the first week of August. <laughs> this summer has gone by so quick. But I'm determined to focus on this thing. And here's an, another little golden nugget. My mother's side of the family lives about five and a half hours away from me. And during the Christmas break, I drove up to go see them. And I was listening to an audiobook. It's the subtle art of not giving a, you know, <laughs> it, 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 you know, he actually has the word on there. And I enjoyed the book. Now, what I did is I would play it and let it play for about maybe five or 10 minutes. And then I would pause it and I would reflect on what the author said. And then I would go back and play another 10 minutes. Of course, by the time I got to my destination, I was only maybe an hour into it. Out of all the things in that audiobook, the, th the chapter that stuck out to me is the chapter where he talks about sticking to one thing. He talked about how he visited several countries. He went this place and that place. But he said after a while, everything just starts to look the same. And there's nothing like settling down and putting down roots somewhere. It's what he likes. And then he said instead of all these crazy business ventures that he settled down on just writing. And of course, he wrote his best-selling book. And that opened up a lot of opportunities for him. And he said that he had all these sexual escapades, but he settled on marrying one woman. And he said, breadth is fun, but depth is where the gold is buried. I'm like, that is so significant to me because I know I like to do several different things. I'll try this thing, try that thing. And with few exceptions, I've never really settled down to do one particular thing. I'm always off doing this thing. I'm always off doing that thing. And I said, I need to stop that. And I need to stop being so scatterbrained when I'm, uh, completing a task like there, there's a certain email I need to open up but then in the process something else distracts me and then something else distracts me and then before I know it two hours go by and I still haven't looked at that particular email so point here is focus can you find one thing to focus on so in review when reinventing yourself would you prefer to pivot and take your skill set to just another area of your life or do you prefer to just Chuck it and then start from scratch. Get your house in order and focus on that one goal and maybe make a challenge out of it. Say I'm going to do X number of things per day for X number of days. Like for me, 25 drawings for the next uh, 30 days. You know what? I might even post that on the website. My, my first attempt and then my attempt at day 30. Let me add another thing. Get some feedback. Going back to my drawing example, it, I, I draw something on day one and then I'll draw the same thing again on day seven and the same thing again on day 14, same day, thing again on day 21 and the same thing again on day 31. And then what I'm looking for is progress. Is there any way that you can measure your progress, whether subjectively or quantitatively, right? And then you can use that to carve out a different path in your life. And when it comes down to toxic people, that might even mean cutting some people off. Now, I've gone on record saying many times that cutting people out of your life is a last resort, depending on who it is, especially if it's a family member. That's not an easy thing to do, but sometimes it is necessary. 
I would recommend, you know, working with a career coach, working with a licensed psychologist, someone who can give you that objective advice because they're not emotionally involved or they don't have a dog in a fight. All right. So if you like where you are, hey, keep at it. But if you want to change, there's, there's some tips for you to reinvent yourself and hopefully feel like you're getting more out of life. All right. So until next time, I wish you peace in the midst of toxic people. Take care.